0: Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan mutant era, with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is
1: X of Words. 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 That's that's literally how it's written. Y'all scared of
0: orcas? I said it like I wrote the question. In Loretta divine's voice, is that what you said?
1: <laughs> Y'all scared of orcas?
0: <laughs> I can see her in that. Like you remember when she was in um, the Mary the Mary Jane something and she had on that <laughs> she had on that hat. The, she had on the fedora and the big shirt, always walking around in the pufferwear. Y'all scared
1: of orcas? Y'all scared of orcas?
0: Oh, okay. All right. So, hi. Welcome to X of Word. Um, It's good to see you again. Uh, You know what it is. It's 10 minutes. It's mutants. uh, And I'm sitting here with Evan. Thank fuck Evan is back. Evan,
1: Glad to be back, my friend.
0: Miss miss you. you. you, Where you been? hmm? You don't call? You don't text? You don't
1: come see our child? I know. I think he's doing fine, though. I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: you said spiritually. I know that baby's fine.
1: You truly won't guilt me about uh, leaving behind a child. It's just, you know, go with God. <laughs> go with God.
0: <laughs> you know when people go. Some people you know you meet for a reason, and some people you meet for a season.
1: <laughs> it's about my own children. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? I don't remember who said that. Maybe that baby had bad vibes, but like that's it. Like, Maybe, that baby yeah. had bad vibes. Maybe it
0: is. Mm. Did not pass the <laughs> vibe check. I it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened, but I went into the baby's room and I found a Jordan Peterson book. Ooh, ooh, yeah. The baby likes the baby likes the Joe Rogan podcast, so I had to. I had to go get some milk. Mm.
1: Mm, yeah. See, I mean, like now. Now, who's not the bad guy? Now, who's not? I maybe I sense the the baby's bad vibes. Who's not the bad guy anymore? Me. Who's the bad guy? Where was that baby on January sixth? <laughs> mm? I heard the baby was the one who bought the Confederate flag. So, who's hey, the hey. bad guy? <laughs> very bad.
0: Very very bad. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so um, yeah. <laughs> X of words. Uh eventually it becomes a podcast about mutants. So uh today's question is about Orcus, as you might have heard from the bullshit Loretta Divine segment of the episode. Uh do you wanna do you wanna give us do you wanna hit us with that one one more time?
1: Oh you y'all scared of Orcus.
0: Boom. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Evan. So that's the question. <laughs> um, said exactly like that. And every time you say that question, I want you to say it in that intonation, please. Um, so, that with that said, oh wait, 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 wait! You can follow Evan on the Smythe Works. That's T H E S M Y T H R W O R K S. You know who I am. You can follow Van the First. V A N T H E F I R S T. Let's get into it. I'm hitting the timer. And we go now. Not now. Not now. The time wasn't there. I got to scroll. No, oh, no. Nine minutes, zero seconds. Performance anxiety. I'm sorry. This never happens to me. <laughs>
1: never. <laughs> go, bitch. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my answer. My easy answer would be yes and no, but mostly no. So no from the standpoint... that has great. It's been great. It's so good to see you. <laughs> that was perfect. My
0: answer would be yes and
1: no, but mostly no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sins of Sinister, which, uh, dear listener, if, if you're just reading Sins of Sinister, I'm going to spoil some stuff. But Sins of Sinister does prove that, you know, with a bit less martyrdom, the mutants can definitively crush Orcas, right? It's actually quite embarrassing.
0: Speak on it, friend. Speak on it, friend. Because if, like, there's one thing, if there's one thing, listen, he he had them on mute in a matter of panels.
1: I mean, it just is embarrassing. It was humiliating that, like, oh, all we had to do was twist it a little bit and they completely crushed them. And, okay, so let's say we had to involve Tony Stark and the Fantastic Four, right? That's because mm-hmm. that's who I don't know who created the the little techno virus that kills uh, Nimrod, right? So let's say you got to mm-hmm. involve the 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 other people in the world, but like do that, and clearly it's it's possible to beat them. Is is essentially what I'm getting at? Like, um, it just takes a little bit of twisting. I don't know, you know?
0: Maybe a. Preview. Bigger things, and I was so I I I found that so fucking funny. I was like, "So you mean to tell me the antagonist you've been setting up for three entire years, yeah, sinister managed to off in the first six pages of the book? What the fuck were you not doing on company time?
1: What were they doing? Mm -hmm. What were they doing? It's I mean, it's I would like to hear from the other bitches at this time."
0: Yeah, because everybody wanted to fix everybody wanted to fix their long mutant throat to talk about sinister this and sinister that. But Michael Jackson stepped his
1: pussy up. Okay. Oh my god. It's like it's also like it's it's the old status quo of mutants sort of holding back in order to play by the rules and the rules are this organization has dedicated itself to eradicating you so i don't know why we're playing by that system of rules right now orcas has dedicated itself to trying to destroy you
0: and you know what i would love i would love it if on panel we got like a Textual admission that they had to play the game of like the centrism of bodies like the Avengers. I'd love it if, in the cre- creative in in, sure. in, in a, uh, quiet council, <laughs> they was they sat there and they were like, if we oppose orchis too strongly, fuckboy centrists like the Avengers will start to act against us. What we yeah. don't want is to have a situation where Tony and them are going, well, orchis are polite and orchis are civil. So they're the good
1: guys. Yep. Which they will, that which was- by the way, that brings me to what is terrifying about orcus that is what's frightening about orcus is that how it scans to modern conservative ideologies they are consistently reframing their position not as one of prejudice but of protection which just feels very familiar you know like using that logic they're able to successfully win over the hearts of like a lot of people it happened after that uh what was that avengers uh, Versus ec- the, the ec- last acts. Of- yes, they did that whole thing and they came out of it, and kids have balloons with Nimrod on them now. I mean, they're reframing the, the purpose of their entire organization and they're doing it successfully. And so, in that way, it is frightening because that's exactly what happens out here in the real world, you know?
0: Yeah. And you'd think, you'd think. I mean, I understand that, you know, not every book is in every place and they're kind of separate universes when they need to be. But I I find it hard to realize that no one noticed there was a giant spaceship in the air with dead body, with dead mutant carcasses falling out of the bottom of it. (laughs) Uh, Nobody's noticing this. You You didn't... Hmm. It's not. It's not discreet. It's not exactly particularly discreet. When they walked in, uh, Sabertooth and the Exile, and they saw the the body of like the mountain of mutant bodies, and I was like, "This is the point. I think that's the motivating reason and the context for Kokoa. We live, or the we live. Here's me over over connecting.
1: Mm-hmm. Power,
0: social relationships. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah." But we're living or we're watching a universe where millions, millions of mutants can be taken and killed and disposed of in public, in public, and nothing
1: moves. Well, also, I mean, I think it's super telling about the true uh, position of Krakoa that no one is looking for them. You know, like we had a book where when someone was dead, there was a process and, you know, they they research their or they investigate their death. They confirm their death. You know, they figure them out. We don't have that. And I don't know whether it's not happening, but there's a whole lot of bodies there and no one was looking for them. And that, again, scans to real life black, brown, trans bodies who yes. are who die in anonymity and we never hear about them and no one is looking for them. It's, I mean, this stuff is, that's what's bone chilling about Cerbertooth and the X-Men. It is extraordinary at delivering that point. No one's Mm -hmm. looking for them. These are are human experiments that these people can do things on. And um, uh, they're monsters that are, that don't see them as, as, you know, human beings, obviously. It's It's ridiculous. I mean. It's the culture war, though. That's what Orcus is frightening in, it's the culture war. Like them, the fact that they were able to be. Say that again. So you are scared of Orcus. I'm scared of the ideology that Orcus espouses, which is it scans really well to all the shit that we sort of have to deal with in real life. That's what frightens mm-hmm. me is that it is, uh, I mean, it is every civil rights, you know, the guy, the guy on the wrong side of every civil rights argument. It's the guy against, you know, gay marriage. It's the people against, you know, the trans situation we have right now it's all of it right now it's it feels like they're using those exact same talking points reframed and they're always straw man arguments they're always um none of them are are genuine um but they always are able to frame themselves as protecting something when in fact they're trying just in reality to destroy something
0: hmm i I agree, uh, I, 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 and to answer the question, thank you. I think that was a very considered, very um, rich answer. Mine is yes. Mine is yes, and I say that because orchis matched. One of the really smart things I think that happened is that Mutants and mutant them became more sophisticated. Oh, all right, bitch. Bloody wow. shit. Wow. And it also, it felt rude. It sure did. Like that. It felt like it felt like my phone meant it that time.
1: Your phone went. Eh. <laughs> um
0: wrong answer (laughs) (laughs) foggy um (laughs) Uh, yeah mutants got more sophisticated and in return human bigotry got more sophisticated uh the bigotry has always been ever present and sort of atmospheric but it was always a little bit you know nebulous there was the right there was this church there was this particular government official there was this particular law there was this it was always kind of singular and then when mutants decided to go global decided to start leveraging themselves and their communities and their partnerships bigotry did the same and that to me pulled it that's why i love this era so much because suddenly it started to represent the fight against oppression, as the sort of multi-platform war that it is, it's not being so reductive. It's not just one bigger or seven people who don't like mutants who've attacked the school. It's not. It's an ever-present system of legal pushes, financial manipulations, cultural machinations, active violence. Te- you know, yep. technological choices and non-choices. Um, all of those things are tied in with this, and um, I am kind of scared of Orcus in a way that I think makes it a compelling enemy. Because suddenly, Orcus is Orcus is like an ideology. It's not just a. It's not just an organization. It's an. It's an ideology. It's a set of behaviors. It's. It's every. It's, it's got tendrils, you know, and yeah. I. Now that I think about it and I speak about it, it's kind of the, it's kind of the, um, oh fuck, what are they called? It's the, it's kind of the hydrification of anti-mutant bias. Ooh. You know how Hydra was always, yeah. the whole, Hydra's whole gig is like secret infiltration, people that you didn't think were Nazis, so yeah, they're secretly Nazis, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And it would be really interesting in the future to watch how organizations like Hydra interact with organizations like Orcus. Mm. Because there seems to be a lot of overlap there.
1: Well, it's also interesting how the thing this era has done is collect all of the enemies and show that, oh, bigotry is bigotry is bigotry. And they may not always like each other but they will unite in the common goal of destroying those guys. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You
1: just got Victor, Victor Creed No, It's uh, Graydon Creed got a shout out in the last Sabertooth in the exiles. You've got uh, that crazy doctor who's working on everything. They've they've brought in a new sinister who's always been, you know, like a problem. Um, We've got all of these people who, and then, you know, you get into all the pedals, everybody's got their own, you know, Peter Gyrish, everybody's got their own thing going on. Um, mm-hmm. but they will unite in the common goal of their united bigotry. <laughs> like they will yeah. always come back together and it, you know everybody's got a different flavor of what it is their their reason for hating mutants, but it's really they, they will set all ideology personal ideology aside to to join in this common enemy.
0: Um, yeah, well, why are there monkeys? Because there's monkey. They got monkeys in school. <laughs> like,
1: are those uh, sinister fish? monkeys? I don't know. Is Stasis Doctor Stasis? Are those Stasis? Um,
0: the worst thing is like that's a piss take. I can make, I, I can make little portals, and you're up here with a sentient ape. Let's
1: talk about let's talk about point A and point B. Hmm. well also like you you have the technology to make sentient apes and you chose to make them races that was your first job like that's the first thing you decided to do was like you made them bigots that's where you that's where your brain goes you have to go and get your cousin (laughs) yeah
0: Homo sapiens wasn't enough you had to reach back (laughs) leave me to my business I think that's I think that's disrespectful. And also every time <laughs> I see a black woman before, I'm so I'm so disappointed. And I know I know in universe, of course there would be black people who sure. wouldn't like me. And so I can't speak out against it. But I will speak out against it.
1: I sure will too. <laughs> and you know you want to send Storm to like give him a like a real sad look every time, like, how dare you? you want him to give her that that angela bassett like lip quiver like.
0: Yeah. fuck that who do you think? fuck that. who do you fuck that you i want like a blade moment from bishop like motherfucker are you okay. out of your goddamn mind <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that is that the voice we're choosing for bishop <laughs> i don't i have no comment at this time that's um, that's your take on Bishop okay cool yeah well that seems yeah I thought this was a safe space
0: <laughs> I thought this was a safe
1: I, I thought I, was, I thought I was safe I thought I was oh. <laughs> <clears throat> let me fix my eyebrows for that real quick
0: ah <clears throat> well, anyway speaking of literally anything else um <laughs> Yeah, I, I am scared of them as an organisation because I think they're as sophisticated as Kokoa is. Ultimately, I don't think they're ever going to win at this point, which is great. My big thing is the whole... The, we've played with that, like, extinction of mutants slate enough. I think it's kind of tired. I think it's kind of worn out. So we're not playing for, you know, extinction of mutants anymore. But this whole planet-hopping thing, I'm kind of into, I must admit like when they were like we want to reclaim earth they claimed venus Mar mutants claimed planet arako this this sort of slow burn war for the solar system was yeah. something i was kind of into
1: um oh because it's super interesting it's, i think uh, yeah the the further expansion and it it's it's motivated i mean like in a way, shouldn't they be so delighted that now we've got a bit a bit of a push to start, you know, developing technologies that reach other planets that allow them to mine these resources on other planets and, and build civilization. No, instead they're like, How dare you colonize Mars? And it's like, first of all, no one was there. There was no one to colonize. So let's calm down. You know, like it's so yeah. frustrating.
0: You know you know you know that also is a very, very smart move because that speaks to the adaptation, bastardization, and repurposing of liberation language and of course Absolutely. if you were the oppressor, you would seek to re to reshape colonization from the brutal displacement, murder, rape, poisoning, and suppression of an indigenous peoples to Moving somewhere. (laughs) Everyone's a colonizer. You're not a colonizer.
1: Absolutely, exactly, because they only know the tools they use, right? They would displace and colonize a place, and so that's the only thing they would know to call it is colonization. It's the only tool they know. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. So, give me. Oh, but oh, one one quick thing. I do have to say that narratively uh orcus is frightening as the thing that they haven't beat yet because in a narrative point of view the enemy they started with has survived and if there is ever a fall of krakoa end of this sort of era storyline that happens then it would be probably orcus that they're holding out as the enemy that's able to do it and maybe it's mutually assured destruction maybe they do something like that um but i that is what frightens me from a narrative standpoint Mm -hmm.
0: so all right as we close out then
1: i'll ask you a couple
0: of questions are we scared uh the 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 you all scared of orcus that was terrible that was horrible (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: um, I would I would try again to correct it but I don't trust that I could do better. Yeah. oh um, y'all so- scared of Orcus there we go thank you thank you um, finish your questions one tell me the scariest the scariest motherfucker and the non-scariest motherfucker in Orcus for you go for it just names
1: scariest motherfucker in Orcus is Orbis Stellaris the sinister in the the one that sits in the orb the disco ball the disco ball yeah i don't like him the most he's got those makers and whatever they did to fuck up vulcan it is actually frightening to me because they did the same thing to manifold for a second too and i didn't like that either um least frightening i'm gonna be honest it's brand i really don't like that green-haired bitch and i want them i want storm to like fry her and then I want, I don't know what I want. I want something. Bad. I do like her as an opponent because it's like, oh, it's a twist. We love a gag. Oh, you know, she would reveal. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate, I really hate, I hate her so much. <laughs> we love a gag. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her so
0: much. Okay. Hmm. Uh How about one? you. Mine What's is, yours? Uh, scariest is Karima Shapandar. I really hope she's
1: I have a theory. Can we talk about my theory for 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 first of all, she has not been called Karima Shapandar. She has been called the Omega Sentinel. And in my mind, okay. Mm-hmm. The second I saw that panel where Moira escapes, God, I fucking talk about Moira every time I come on this time this the panel where moira escapes in the sins of sinister opening mm-hmm. where orcus is being taken down and moira escapes in my mind i thought oh my god i wonder if moira is the omega sentinel that comes back in time into our time stream to create fucking the more advanced nimrod that we're dealing with oh
0: thanks i hate it okay oh God. <laughs> fuck fuck <laughs> thank you everybody we're going to close on that um, <laughs> yeah. wait who do you fear the least oh um, who do I fear the least sinister sinister <laughs> okay <laughs> all of them he's a fucking prick he's a fucking prick and his narcissism <clears throat> always derails him if if Sinister wasn't such a madly narcissistic prick, then he would be much more dangerous. But his need to suck his own dick at every available opportunity just derails him all the time. He can never he can never successfully carry out a plan for more than about six weeks because he has to trip himself up trying to like self filate basically. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, so on the self sucking note. <laughs> I'm gonna close us out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, you almost committed, almost.
0: Yeah, I kinda feel of I kinda of feel like we've 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 gone as low as we can go <laughs> in this episode. Exactly. Got it. So thank you, Evan. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Twenty seven minutes. Thank you Good stuff. Your goal. Um, thank you, everybody, for being here. If you're here, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, it's been fun to have you here too. I've been Ashley.
1: I've been Evan, and this is X of Words.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: someone that took, someone that fit aside.